Hey, hey, what up, what up? We are back with Silver Screen Breakdowns. I'm Alex. I'm Nelson Tynes. And I'm Ebenezer Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> Ebenezer Peacock, appropriately named tonight. There we go. Shout out to all the crew members in the chat. What up? Shout out to Chase, who's up in here first. What up, what up? Today we're covering... In its 35th year anniversary, Scrooged. Scrooge, and I saw it in the theaters. Mm, I don't mind. I yeah. thought when I was two, like Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this one taking it all the way back. And this one, a different version of A Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens uh, story. And. This one is way different than any of the other ones. Character names are different. It's like they're they're filming the um, they're filming a Christmas Carol, and everything's kind of based around the filming of that. Yeah, it's real meta. <laughs> For sure, it's a super meta thing. It's a movie within a, a production. You know, uh, we're dealing with all these characters. They're putting on a, a television production of a Christmas Carol while actually living or at least our main character bill murray is living you know the actual christmas carol you know classic tale again charles dickens classic tale hell yeah and so peacock you were the one who recommended this uh why why was it uh one that you wanted to do uh yeah we were we were kind of throwing names out i remember that day in the chat and i was at work just kind of you know i threw a few out there and they were kind of like you know some of the the more recent uh movies and i was trying to think of an old older Christmas movie uh, that wasn't like super old and boring, you know, uh, but, you know, something around, uh, you know, on the same lines of a Christmas story or something like that, but maybe not so much just for a family type movie either. And it, it didn't, it just hit me. And I was like, man, you know, my, my pops used to have this, uh, this thing on VHS and, and I used to throw it in uh, probably all the way up until we stopped using VHS. Like I was in my teens, maybe. But I, you know, Scrooge was like, uh, I'd watch it at least once a year, I think, around the holidays and just get a kick out of it uh, from a young age all the way up until, you know, it was kind of appropriate for me to actually watch it. But uh, back back in the early 90s, there were no rules when it came to letting your kids watch TV. <laughs> so I, I kind of grew up on Scrooge and this kind of raunchy uh, vibe uh, version of this movie, of the Christmas uh, Carol. So really fun movie and i thought it'd be pretty cool and i didn't i didn't know if other folks had, had seen it or experienced it so i thought it'd be an interesting one to do and have you uh was there any other renditions of like of this movie that like of christmas carol that you watched or was this kind of the main the only one growing up i had seen i think the, the classic uh cartoon version with mickey mouse yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah that one's definitely you know yeah. So I was very familiar with that growing up, but then, and then from going from that and maybe just a few years later when I was probably about six or seven, when I was really like understanding this movie, I'm sure it was on in the background when my dad first purchased it or whatever. Cause I don't know how expensive movies were back then uh, on VHS, but I'm pretty sure they were pricey. So, you know, you'd watch the thing for years and treasure it and put it in your collection. So it was definitely one of those that was in the drawer. I'd pull it out. It had a, a crazy cover with him and the skeleton hand holding, I think, like a martini or something or a cigar. And uh, it's just kind of iconic, kind of burned into your, your head. And when I rewatched this, it's crazy, but like things kind of pop, came to the forefront. And it's like, oh, shoot, like I say that or I do this. And it's because of this movie. So when we get to those parts, maybe uh, maybe we'll, I'll, I'll enlighten you guys on what some of those things are. But 
it's just funny. Like I saw this movie a lot growing up. It was kind of like an unspoken type of thing. Cause I, I don't think I was supposed to be watching these types of movies, but um, you know, it's uh it's definitely one that uh, that's near and dear to me. So that's why I, I, uh, and I had forgotten about it. I hadn't seen it in, in over a decade. So. Yeah. Well, how bad can a Christmas movie be though? Right. How, uh, not bad, not bad as bad, but like, uh, restrictive is for the kids, you know? Yeah. 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 This one I think is now rated PG 13. I don't know if the ratings have changed over time, but I know things were a little more lenient back then. Things that are kept a PG rating, uh, like Goonies and stuff like that. They, they still, have like sexual innuendos and some foul language and stuff. I was watching the Goonies with my kids the other day and I was like, they talk about like the dick on the statue or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. And then they say, they say son of a bitch and bitch a lot, which isn't like, you know, too bad, but like, I just forgot how often they say it and stuff. So it's like, geez. Son of a, son of a bitch wasn't even a PG word, a PG 13 worthy, like saying until we got like, Maybe in the 2000s or close to the 2000s. Because all the Back to the Futures, those are all PG. And remember how many times Marty just, you son of a dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Times in each movie, you know, more than once. And yeah, so uh, this movie may not have carried a PG-13 rating uh, back then. It might have just been uh, straight, I don't know, maybe straight to R. Maybe maybe just PG. I mean, who knows, a lot <laughs> to of be shame. honest. A lot of guns. <laughs> Well, you know, I thought, I thought they'd there, be more strict back then they are now. Now they let a lot of things no go, right? Not really. Oh, no way. I mean, definitely have gotten more strict over time. As far well, as ratings go, yeah. I think they get more strict over the PG stuff, but the but they're less strict over like the cursing and the nudity. I think well, there's a threshold like you have to say like you can, you're only allowed like one fuck, and then you can still be PG thirteen or some shit like that now. Oh, I right. think so. Yeah. And it had to be in a certain context. It couldn't be like "fuck you," that right? Yeah. Type of context. And hey, before I ask Nelson, um, when I was going to ask him, let's bring out Bogey. We got Bogey in the house. Yeah. Hey. I was going to get on here like your way. I was going to get on here like right when I got home about thirty minutes ago. But then all the kids wanted hot cocoa at the same time. I got to boil the water because we're out of like hot water. It's like old school shit. We've only been live for twelve minutes, so you're. Oh, good. look at that. <laughs> We saw for you. Kicking pretty soon here. I should have waited a little bit. <laughs> I will get that. So, well, I'll, I'll ask Bogey this after Nelson. But Nelson, so what was your first take on this movie? You said you saw it in the uh, in the theaters, and is there any other renditions of the Christmas Carol that you remember watching over the years? No, you know, I think I bumped into like an old black and white one that was yeah, kind of boring. I think so. That's about it. I don't have really much experience with the Christmas Carol. Okay. Um, it's you know it's funny about um, Peacock mentioned uh, you know an old boring Christmas movie, but one of the most exciting movies is, is actually happens to be old, but I think most of our boring was It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, that's, I sure. thought that was a really good movie actually. It but is on like first, first watch and to like enjoy and like to appreciate it, but then like you know are you gonna rewatch that one? Probably not. <laughs> oh, it's a Wonderful Life. I, I won't rewatch it. That's not a rewatchable. Like, you know, I, like I say, it is, it's a good movie, but it has those parts where, like, I'll fall asleep. I'll probably watch oh, it. Yeah, it's pretty long. Nelly I mean, said it was yeah. good. But I can watch that one. Because then I watched, we mentioned The Crystal Story, that one. Yeah. That one's all right. I, I, I've seen it. My kids loved it. My kids loved it just recently. They saw it maybe for the first time last year. My nine and Shoot somebody four year old. Yeah, they quote it all the time now. You'll shoot your eye out. 
Yeah. Good one. Classic. I don't know. I just know this one. Uh, yeah, I saw it in the theater originally, and then um, just saw it now. I have a Christmas story T-shirt. I should have worn it tonight. I remember the fairy, the little fairy girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, she definitely you know stayed in my mind. The dancers, um, the the love interest Claire, who happens to be I believe the mom from the Sandlot, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't she also in like Indiana Jones? Was she in Indiana Jones? I think she was. Right? I, I've yeah. seen her in a lot of movies, but I kind of place which ones. But she looked very familiar. Yeah, she, I think she was the blonde, right, in Indiana Jones. I don't recall. Is she around now or no? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I wonder if time was kind to her. Well, that's what I was wondering like, last night. Like, uh, sorry. That's what I was wondering last night because I only know what Bill Murray looks like now, and it's like not dead, right? Kind of look, reminds me of a zombie. But um, and you're, you're talking about the uh, the fairy. No, no, we're talking about the Claire, the the one that calls him lumpy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the old flame, the old flame from 15 years ago. Yeah, so she's, like a world, she's like an activist or something like that. Right, yeah. She helped, She volunteers at the uh, shelter or something. Shelter. Yeah, those so actresses, they don't seem to uh, stay around as long as the men do. You notice that? Tom Cruise was around well, because, before this, you know, and he, uh, he's still around. I have a, with the I have a theory on this. Yeah, Hollywood, throw, Hollywood kind of throws you out unless you're a Meryl Streep or yeah, like, those, like you know? I mean, I like my... Theory on that is like because like when men get older, like you, okay, for example, if you're a distinguished, actor, yeah, if you're a child yeah. actor, you know it's a, it's almost harder for you to cross over like to con 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 continue, especially if you're you know what I mean if like you grew unless up you're Zac Efron, yeah, or like you're Leo DiCaprio or something, but like but then there's like George Clooney who like kind of came out later in life, you know, not came, he came out, out old, he came out, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean, that sounded wrong, pause. Yeah, the sexy gray fucking and, you know, the uh, salt and pepper, whatever you want to call it. It's a silver sexy fox. Man. Pause. The, the silver yeah, fox. He was, still, he, was still, he was still single until like up until like, yeah, he, he and like, because you become, just like Peacock said, you, when you get older, you, you, you could fit distinguished roles or like, look at, look at Billy Bob Thornton. You could always cast an old grumpy drunk dude and you're gonna be like, oh, give me Billy Bob on the phone. You know what I mean? There, there's That's a lot of those. He's done well. He's known as a child actor, and he's still like looked as an adult. So yeah, I guess I'm just thinking of Macaulay. Was like, he just didn't really pay. He didn't really tr uh, translate after. Shia LaBeouf was doing okay, and then he went crazy. <laughs> yeah, but Shia LaBeouf went crazy in an epic fashion. Like he didn't even remember half of it. He just remembers like it was Saint Patty's Day. He got faded. <laughs> And just and the adventure just continued. People just seems want to give him drugs and, and get buy him shots. And like next thing you know, he's at it. He's watching a play with some dude he just saw. Like, hey, you want to go to a play? Yeah, my friend's in it. Let's go. Then he's at this play on ecstasy. And next thing you know, he's fighting the police <laughs> like, <laughs> in a rumble, like a middle of a rumble, fighting police. They got to make a movie about that. I know, right? Awesome. Yeah. And Bill Murray's not a looker, though. He like, I mean, I don't understand how he's been able to say. Well, I guess he's funny. If you're if you're not a looker, then you got to be funny. I mean, For women sure. think funny is is attractive. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're well, he's dating Kalise. Uh, the my milkshake brings on all the boys to the yard. He's dating that chick. Bill Murray. Right now. Nas, right now. Nas's his ex-wife. I guess. Nas's his baby mom. <laughs> Who's ex-wife? Nas, the rapper. For real, I didn't know that yeah, about I her. I didn't know that either. And like, well, Bill, know, Bill Murray's dating her. She tried to meet. You, you remember when the Me Too Me. shit first came out? 
she came out like on the Wendy show or whatever, the Wendy Williams show. She tried like, yeah, no, when I was with Nazir, you know, he would. Yeah, she calls him by his name. When I was with Nazir, he would he would get so drunk off Hennessy and and beat me and like you know what I mean. But it was like there was never no charges or anything, so it's it's purely just allegations out of yeah. nowhere. It's, I was gonna say I was just banging some nods like yesterday or today. Yeah, but it never it never affected nods though. They was just, like, they didn't hear her milkshake weren't that good. I guess apparently. Oh man! Well, she's with Bill Murray. She probably can't it. physically beat her. All right, well, let's get let, let's get let's jump in before we do bogey. Any other Christmas Carol renditions besides this okay, one? I, I never I never sat through the Christmas Carol joints and all my all my uh, understanding. Hold on, what's that? Oh shit! Oh, I was like, who the fuck was that? Hold on. So, <laughs> all right. Well, the ones that I remember watching. So. The uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean, that was oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, the one that that Peacock one. said the Mickey Mouse one, yeah. yeah. The one Watch with it. uh, Jim Carrey, that one's a newer one, came out around, never, uh, never around the French uh, time when he did that, so around like 2000s, yeah. And like, I mean, yeah, all my shit came from like The well, Simpsons, and like every, I mean, every 90s joint at one point or another might have done some type of rendition of the Christmas Carol, but I saw this one as a kid because they always showed Scrooge on movies. I mean, on the movie channels or like just during Christmas time in general. And like, so this was always like the OG one to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, this one's super OG to me too. Yeah. Like the live action OG for me. This one is just crazy. <laughs> and like, one, one thing I do like, I will say is like, I just love how he's super over the top and a lot of it wasn't necessarily acting. It was like frustration while shooting it. And like he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was like it was a whole nother shit. It was a shit show shooting the movie, and like and like apparently the director, we, I guess he was like he had a hearing. He was hard of hearing or something because he would always tell Bill Murray louder, louder. <laughs> so it's like when you watch some of those scenes and he's yelling, it's like it's fucking shouting. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, it was awesome. That, that makes sense. Topics, yeah, awesome though because it actually made for the performance, right? So kick it off, Peacock. Um, while you kick off that joint. Uh, sure. So the only thing that I'm gonna say before you kind of give uh you know our little intro here, why did it look like it was like a Tim Burton production? As they yeah, I got that vibe. It sounded like Danny Elfman, right? Like eh, or whatever the music is, and then like the camera swaying back and forth, it's snowy everywhere. You got peace on earth, Christmas trees, you're in the North Pole that's literally covered in snow. You're like going into Santa's workshops slowly. You see all the the elves doing their their deal, toiling and and, and all this stuff. And I was rewatching this with my wife last night, and she's like, "Oh, okay. Like, what kind of movie is this? You know, Scrooge." <laughs> yeah, and they're I'm all tinkering. Yeah, tinkering. Like, what kind of elves are those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look real hyper realistic, and they're like, all of a sudden, they, they oh, peer out the. All of a sudden, they, they peer out the window and like something like crash lands. Like, oh, take cover! They're getting attacked. It's like code three, or I don't know what. Like Santa's under siege, and you you see like these dudes all dressed in black with like you know machine guns like firing from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Miss Mrs. Claus is like, all right, you know, get the get to the armory, basically. They all get strapped. Strapped up. A dude pulls up on a on a snowmobile carrying his deal. He takes off its hood and it's Lee Majors, the six million dollar man. And he's oh there God. to save Santa. The six million dollar man. <laughs> they had to introduce him like that, you know. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> they should have freeze-framed it and then put like Lee Majors, you know. But any anyway, 
or did they do that? They may have. And he's there chatting it up with Santa. Things are getting wild. So, you know, all of a sudden you're like, what are we watching? You as a viewer, my wife and I, my wife was watching us gauging her reaction. I was, it's like, does she think the movie's like, you know, this part or whatever? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, it, it, the action's going off and then you hear the voiceover guy and he's like, the night the reindeer died on IBC, you know, whatever Christmas programming followed by. And so, if you you know, you cut back and it's a TV commercial, it's a promo and you're like, oh, this isn't the damn movie. And it cuts to... Uh, who is this? Uh, Bob Goulet's old-fashioned Cajun Christmas. <laughs> and he's like in the binding singing Christmas songs. <laughs> There's like an alligator. <laughs> and so you're getting a cut of all the uh, the lineup here for, for what they're doing, basically. And so the next one is the is uh, it's like a, uh, a parody of Leave it to Beaver. Uh, whatever. And it's Father Loves Beaver. And he's like, oh, he's out getting beaver. Where's dad? Or whatever. So... <laughs> The IBC promo cuts or whatever, and then they fade back, and they're in a boardroom, and they all turn around, and they're staring at Bill Murray, and that's that's your intro. So my wife turned around, and she was like, what the fuck was all that? <laughs> it's hilarious. And I was like, yeah, it's the beginning of the movie. Here's where the movie actually starts, you know, and so we get Bill Murray in the in the boardroom, and he's about to, like, give him his, uh, his reaction to, to what's going on, but then he's, or at least that's what it looks like, and then he's like, you know what? Roll the roll the Christmas Carol promo, and right. so so it's Char Charles Dickens or whatever, and so there. This is the uh, you know all his board or his meeting group or you know all his under under bosses or whatever presenting their you know basically their work the lineup of what they're going to be showing to to everyone right to gear up for the the live. Christmas Eve rendition of Scrooge that they're going to put on this production. And so it's real classic and showing like the solid gold dancers and Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim, which I just thought was fucking hilarious. hilarious. She does like a, a back, like a double somersault and sticks the landing. And, you know, it's so like, join us live on IBC. And it's a real jolly good feel. And, uh, and he, Bill Murray's not liking it. He's no. like, nah, this is not, this is not how we do this here. And he's like, this is how I would, he's like, show how I would do it basically. <laughs> this is what I would do. And all of a sudden you get that old school, like fucking demolition man or like Terminator guy voiceover, the lights dim, it gets red. <laughs> you get like a weird feedback going on in the background. The vibe gets insane. Bill Murray's faces during this whole movie, but especially like right off the bat here, they're just, his facial expressions are just, I mean, they're off the wall back and forth. He's, he's yelling. But uh, but man, the, the promo that he cuts, it's uh, it's pretty intense. It's pretty gruesome, and it gets to the point where <laughs> where they're like uh, the faces on everybody in the room is like they they don't have the balls to tell him not to run this ad. You know what I mean? Because he's the he's the press. He's the guy who calls all the shots, and uh, it's completely off the wall. It, it's gonna kill old ladies, is what they say, and uh, it eventually does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> here we go. I do have a, I do have a scene here. So here yeah. we go. Let's pull it up. C presents live via satellite from New York, Bethlehem, Helsinki, West Berlin, and the Great Barrier Reef. Charles Dickens' immortal Christmas classic, Scrooge, starring Buddy Hackett, Jamie Farr, the Solid Gold Dancers, and Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim, hosted by Sir John Houseman. Scrooge, ah, it will touch your every heartstring. That's right, it all starts on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve on IBC. You'll love it. You'll love it. 
gosh. Does that suck? <laughs> you, you know who loves Mary Lou Rhett and Frank? My kids. <coughs> Children love an acrobat. <laughs> oh, Wonder what he's we have spent $40 million on a oh, live TV show. You guys have got an ad with America's favorite old fart reading a book in front of a fireplace. Now, I have to kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hell identify with him. You know, I, just uh, I just remembered that uh, there is a correlation to Tim Burton. So the guy who did who scored the movie, he actually went on. He built his signature sound here, and then actually paired up with Tim Burton on all his movies after this. Oh. So maybe that's maybe that's why we kind of get the feel. You know what I mean? Mary yeah, this it's not Danny Elfman though, right? Because I know Elfman does a lot of Burton movies. Yeah, but I, I guess it's I one of the original guys to work with. Wait, uh, Elfman did this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it is. Oh, him. He yeah. So oh shit. Yeah. He did on, go on. on yeah, it is the same guy who went on to work with, with Burton. From, well, then uh, that's exactly why it sounds Boingo like. People I don't know. Oingo yes. Oingo Boingo, very popular band. There you go. Yeah. We're gonna get the guy from Oingo Boingo to do the theme of what is it? The theme for Batman. Remember? They're all tripped down, out. Down, 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 <laughs> down. Nice. He's done a lot yeah. of Hollywood films, that guy, Danny Elfman. Oh, yeah. He a lot of stuff oh, my there. God. He has Elf in his name. Yeah. yeah. Does a lot of Christmas yeah. stuff. Elfman. Yeah. I never drew that correlation. <laughs> you know me and names. <laughs> what up, Crispy? <laughs> what up, Crispy? Yeah. So we yeah. get that. It's Crisp in his name. We get a real deep look into Bill Murray's character. And yeah, right after they show the. The clip that Peacock was talking about, not the one that we just saw right now. That was the first clip that they show. But yeah, literally where everyone's dying, everything's blowing up. And yeah, then, that clip has nothing to do with a Christmas story, a Christmas Carol at all. It's like uh, murder, mayhem, rape, blood, guns. And they even <laughs> ask him, "What does this have to do with Christmas?" Nothing. <laughs> but don't be scared to miss it. <laughs> oh my God, he was trying to make Die Hard. He really was. Yeah, he was. He <laughs> came out the same movie, the uh, same year. So you know, like, who knows? Who came? Who, which one came first? They got the idea for Die Hard from Die watching Hard. his promo. Ah, oh, shit! There goes my theory. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and they say it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Of course oh, it's not. Does it have anything to do with Christmas? No. <laughs> came, out in, came out in July. So this one Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Oh, this one might came in November. Oh, yeah. We're, we just passed 30, uh, 25 years, right? 35 yeah. years? Yeah. 35. Yeah, November 23rd, 1938. <laughs> Yeah, so I was almost three. <laughs> and uh, the only person who does speak up, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Bob, Bobcat. It, it's yeah. not Bobcat. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Bobcat yeah. something. I forget his last name. Yeah, well, that's his name in real life. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Bobcat something. You can oh, never, he's, he's a louder milk. You can never, like, you, you just can never forget that that voice, man. It's just the yep. same. It's the same. Revenge of the Nerds, man. Yeah, yeah he's a super young here. He, he combined uh, that one, Gilbert Godfrey, with, um, yeah, with, with Revenge of the Nerds or something. <laughs> I mean, he is the guy. From, that is the guy, right? From Revenge of the Nerds. And this no all, all in one. <laughs> <laughs> it is the same guy from Revenge of the Nerds, though, right? That's no, him. that's a different dude. No way. He was definitely in Revenge of the Nerds, right? No, he was. Mm. He was from, I thought he was from Police Academy. Yeah, he's from Police Academy. Academy as well, but yeah, he might have been in Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Mm. Maybe you're thinking of Booger, who's played by a different character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am thinking of Booger. I am thinking of Booger. Risky business. Mm -hmm. Um, He's definitely the voice of the rabbit in uh, what's that show? Unhappily ever after. Unhappily ever after. (laughs) That was a good show. Yeah, Mr. Flop. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good. It was like it was like a a, a edgier uh, married married with children. The chick was pretty hot. That's the only reason. Except that's the only reason I watched Cox. Yeah. Was that yeah. her? Yeah. Cox in her name. Yeah, and that's uh and who was it? Um what's the other guy? Not to be mistaken with Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Kevin Kevin Connolly, he was the guy in it. That he's one of the stars in uh, Kevin Connolly was in that shit. Yeah, the, uh, Kevin Connolly is one of the stars in Entourage and was the yeah. was the asshole in Rocky Five. <laughs> And they're right, yeah, Rocky Four, yeah, Rocky Five. And uh, it's funny, he, um, uh, because of his podcast, we heard more about it, and he always uh talks trash about Unhappily Ever After, just that the show was uh trash. But uh, he was dating Nikki Cox at the time so. for real, uh, <laughs> they're they playing siblings, right? Yeah, they're playing brother and sister, Dang, they're, ahead of their, they're ahead of their time, Pornhub. For sure. Yeah, they love the, the, the stepbrother, stepsister. Yeah, it's all about whenever you look at them sites, it's all about stepmom, stepsister. Because so you know it's, it's like an real. algorithm, like for the people who are on those sites all the time. Bunch of Alabama it's people. It's not real. Those people gotta know that. It's not real. <laughs> Wait, porn's not real. <laughs> I know, oh, right? Man. I mean, like every time the cable. Oh, I, thought it was really, I thought it was really brother. I, and I'm telling you, every time the cable man came through, I was like, I ain't fucking him. You mean that guy that we saw that was doing the delivery? He really doesn't work for UPS. He's not lucky. You know, you always just watch those because you know it's gonna play out. But I just wonder how 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 is it gonna be scripted this time? Just how cheesy, how corny. Well, okay. You, what's like, her name? You, 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 Who's you, the one that Jimmy monster, was fucking? Six monster men in the park. She's walking by herself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you guys very well. Come on. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's kind of breezy out here. I'll watch it for the, the storyline. <laughs> gotta have a good storyline. <laughs> but you know what? This point, back in the day, they did have a good storyline in the 70s and 80s. Oh yeah, sure you can go watch Boogie Nights, man. I mean, if anyone wants to, storylines <coughs> are all about. Yeah, Mister. That's why they got so popular. They're we're not making pornographic films. We are just making films. Particular. <laughs> <laughs> Back to fucking Bill Murray, and oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, the Bobcat guy. He was the only one 
who stood up to Bill Murray to say, you know, maybe this isn't good. Like we've been running this other ad on on this uh, this other one. We've been having amazing. Well, I don't remember what he was amazing. Film. Yeah, amazing response. Yeah, exactly. Amazing yeah. response. There we go. That's what he said. Amazing response. And uh, he gives him the old heave ho. He doesn't. Yeah, want to he's know. like he's like. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'll take that into consideration or whatever. Will you take that into consideration? He's like, you know what? Me and you we're, we're a lot alike. Bill <laughs> 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 <Real> Murray, <laughs> like not even close. <laughs> and then he's like. Uh, He's like, I'll let you know in five minutes or whatever. Like, you know, if he's going to not run the ad, he's like, please don't run this ad or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'll let you know about that in about five minutes. He's like, oh, thanks, Mr. Cross. And Merry Christmas. Walks away. And then he's like, Grace, <laughs> the secretary. And he's like, uh, what does he say? Get, call security. Have this yeah. man removed from the building. Quite and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Fired, and then you see him just taking his uh, his box out to him, just on the curb. Yeah, he's sitting on the curb, and the security dumps all his belongings on the curb or whatever. Oh no! And then she's like, "It's Christmas Eve or whatever," and he's like, "Oh, great! Thanks for reminding me." Stop his bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and what an asshole! Like when she's out, she's um asking everybody what uh like she's getting all the presents for whoever. I mean, she's like, "Your yeah, brother, right your only brother." Get him the towel. <laughs> yeah, he's, he has the lift, and he's like, it's either you're getting a VCR if you're like, a, he's trying to kiss your ass, or if you're just whoever else is on his list, you're getting a monogram bath towel from IBC or whatever the company is. Yeah, and, uh, it was, you know, you know, it was you know, one it seemed like he he tried hard like not, not to smile after he was being an asshole. He didn't seem like a real asshole. Yeah, it seemed I, like he was like a cavalier type of asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what's crazy is because a lot of it might not have been acting, bro. Like like when well, the director in this scene, like it, it's bad. right after he fires this guy. Right after he fires Elliot Loudermilk and he kicks him to the curb and he's going over the, he's about to go over the list with the, his secretary, right? Whatever. He's still timing like he, that he's out of the building within five minutes because she's going over the list with him. But before that, he's in her little like cubicle and he's like, what is this? And it's like a Christmas picture that her son did that's on the wall or whatever. And he's like, how many fingers does Santa Claus have? And she's like, 11. And he's like, this is garbage. And he like crumples it up and he throws it in the trash. And it's like, it's like, damn, dude, that's like her kid's art, man. He's like a five-year-old or some shit. You know? Analytically correct. <laughs> Comically correct. None of it. Or no, anatom what what's the word? Anatomically? Yeah. There you go. Right. There it is. Because it's there you go. I was like, you said it wrong, then I said it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Now we got it. There it is. <laughs> The director was saying to work with him, but like he's like he's so creative as an actor, but that's just being nice because he's probably like because he would like say screw the line too. Like some of the lines, like I'm pretty sure, like I'll kill you all. Like that wasn't part of it. <laughs> pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Whatever he uh like a lot of those that were improvised, I wouldn't doubt it, you know. Well, a lot of those guys made up their own lines. And they say, yeah, that's fine. You know, use the use the script as a guideline. Yeah, it's like a little, yeah, uh, just to keep them in line, but to kind of basically go through. You know, we used to, what I used to do uh, theater in high school or whatever, it was very little stuff that I did, but we'd have like a play 
for one act. And then like, as we got going, like we cut out lines, you know, we were just like making it quicker and we were ad-libbing more stuff and, you know, being more physical and whatever. So it was kind of, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because we had kept doing the same play for weeks and weeks during competition. You know what I mean? So anywho, I just thought that was interesting. And I would ad-lib shit all the time when we were practicing just to be a, like an idiot and like mess around and drive our uh, director insane. Uh, I remember one time I, we were doing Scapino and I was an Italian uh, brother or whatever. I get whacked in the, part of the thing is I get whacked in the face with an oversized sausage. It looks very phallic. Um, but another, there's another part where like, you know, we're just out there and I come out on the screen or on the screen on stage with a bunch of flour around my nose and I'm acting real coked up. And we were doing this at school and luckily like, you know, none of the administrators were there. I could have gotten in trouble, but I did get in trouble with my director. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? Out there using yeah. drug references in the play. <laughs> but uh, anyways, like, you know, Bill Murray, I'm sure he, he probably drank because he's drinking a lot in this film. You know, they're making him a lot of uh, booze, unless that's water with, with juice. But I would be drinking if I was him. <laughs> yeah, I would have drinking. <laughs> Why not? Get a little re get a little relaxed at the uh, while you're working. But yeah, he gets, uh, I think in the next, I guess in the next uh, scene or whatever, yeah, he gives the brother the towel on the list and then he's got to get visited by the, the head honcho, I guess, the Mr. Preston or whatever his name is. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things that happened before then, nothing that necessarily progresses uh, oh, okay. the plot too much other than, um, I mean, it was kind of, I, I want to know Nelson's take when he's talking to, I mean, I don't even know necessarily who the guy is, um, but it seems like he's either on the same level or Bill Murray, or he's a level higher than his him. new boss type of dude with the blonde hair. Uh, no, he's older. No, he's got the gray hair and he was like, okay, so our research has told us. That's like, yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. His name's yeah, Preston. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, he, he did a lot of like soaps in the, like, or nighttime soaps in the eighties. I recognize him. Yes. Is it talking about the boss? I guess he's his boss, right? Because he threatens to fire him at the end of the movie. Yeah, That's the guy about the, with the cat, the cats yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, and he asked him, "Do you know how many cats there are in the world?" <laughs> he's like, "How stressed when he asked him that question?" He's like, "I, I don't have the numbers, sir." <laughs> There's a lot of meowing going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 34 million or whatever. You know how many dogs? Oh, I don't in the world. No, 40 something million. And, uh, you know, our numbers tell us that in the next 20 years, these cats and dogs will be cut, will turn into full time viewers. <laughs> full time viewers. So we need to yeah. make foods now. He was trying to tell him about the production, right? He's like, Yeah, Tiny Tim throws off her crutches. Mary Lou Breton falls back, does a double somersault into one of these things. And then he's like, Do you know? How many cats? <laughs> he's like he's all serious, frick. <laughs> Do you know how many cats there are in this country? <laughs> and he looks at him all serious. <laughs> I'm not a cat guy. <laughs> Me either. Twenty-seven million. How many dogs? I don't know what. Like, and right after their little um, their little interaction, he's like, "Man, I wish I could fire that son of a bitch." <laughs> so, uh, so that's why. I mean, Bill Murray's. Higher up than him based on that statement, but that's someone that he can't fire, though. High enough yeah. that he can't fire. Mm. He's like, we should start programming right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then he just, like, runs and takes off, and that that's when he talks to um, 
what the heck is her name? I keep forgetting her name because of the Christmas. Claire. Claire. There we go. No, 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 no. No, the one who works with him. Oh, yeah. Right? Is, oh, the, the, she's basically is the one who fucking runs it all, in my opinion. Like his, his assistant, right? Like he, she's like irreplaceable to him. Yeah, this is the, the Bob Cratchit uh, role. So the person yep. running everything. And uh, he's like, yeah, if, if you don't stay late, then I can't stay late. And if I can't stay late, I can't I stay can't late. Say <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Louder. <laughs> Louder. Dude, when he was saying that, that was, one, that was one of the moments, Peacock, when it seemed like it was about to crack crack up after he said all those lines. I can't Yeah, say I mean, there's, there's a lot. another second, he would have been just bursting out laughing, man. It's almost like he's doing it super exaggerated, and then the guy, whenever yeah. they were cutting the film, they liked that take. They're like, "That's the one." They're like, yeah. Exactly. See, I wasn't seeing things, man. Yeah. I know. I was like, right after that, he meets that blonde guy who comes in, and he's like, "Hey, like, who the hell's this dude?" And he's like, "I need you to give me all the info you can, Grace, on this slime ball named Bryce Cummings or whatever his name is." Yeah, it's Bryce. Yeah, and that one, seeing that part. That's definitely something that's there's no character like that in a Christmas carol or anything like that. Like that's definitely no. a little monkey wrench that gets thrown in specifically for this to give him like he already hates everybody, but now this guy's making him like paranoid for some reason. You know, he only has met him for a second, but because like the guy he was um he was like, Where's where's the big guy? And he's like, Oh, he just went upstairs. He's like, Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I went to college with the big guy's son. And then he's like touching him and fixing his tie already. And he's like, yeah, we'll catch you later. I'm just, you know, whatever. All this kind of, so yeah, like slime ball vibes. Like, I don't know. Kind of cuts you off and like redirects your conversation type of shit. All right. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Kind of thing. Yeah. That detail. So that he, that's oh. the son of one of, his, one of his old buddies or something. Well, it he's was, uh, friends with his, or he went to school with his son. Okay. Right. The so guy who he was talking to about the cats and the dogs, like the old scene. Preston. Guy. That's Preston. Yeah. So Preston's okay. son went to school with that Bryce guy. And that's how Bryce it weaseled his way into, like, you know, we'll, we'll get there, right? <clears throat> yeah. Now he's trying to weasel his way in. And if I yes. can't stay late, then I can't stay late. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's because he supposedly he routinely would just like wing like some of the lines and like change hella shit. Yeah, yeah like for sure. Like, if I can't stay late, then I can't stay late. <laughs> and if I can't stay late, he just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bobcat guy, you already know that he's ready to like kill someone. He loses his job. He's turned to drinking already. <laughs> one of those yellow cabs just goes like right up, right up on the sidewalk damn near. Fucking all the water gets sprayed on him. He's got the brown bag. He's brown bagging it. And uh, the whole thing it. <laughs> it got, got, so, got so soaked that, uh, yeah, the alcohol just busted through the brown bag. He's hella pissed. She can't get the I was, was going to say before, before I was at before that, um, is when he uh, his brother was waiting in the office and like some small details like hey he invites him to a Christmas uh, dinner or whatever yeah and then they're, they're walking to and he's getting changed because he's gonna go to some like award uh, thing or whatever yeah uh, Bill Murray's character and uh, so he's like blowing off his brother and he kind of talks shit about all the people that like kind of backhanded like you know not necessarily talk shit about them and like you enjoy these guys and they're always there and you do the same old crap and 
whatever, whatever. And he's like, you know, he's not going to be there uh, basically. And he walks, his brother walks with him down the street, down the street. And I wanted to bring up this part where, you know, he's all dressed up and he has his like scarf and he's in the tux or whatever. He's going to go accept his award for some shit. And uh, you see a lady who has like all these presents and she's had just finished Christmas shopping and she calls a cab and he's like, he blows off his brother. He's like, I'll see you later. And so like, she can't open the door and he opens the door for her and he's like, Oh man, I think he dropped something. And so she's like, Oh, thanks. And so she like looks back and then he just gets in the cab. <laughs> he closes the door. And he's like on the cell phone or something. He's like on the cell phone or something, and she's like, "Cause he's like, hey, come on, like, like that's my cab," and he like flicks her off, like he don't even goes as far as flicking her off, and then the cab takes off. Just enough to steal her cab. Old lady was telling me, by the way, fuck you and everything you represent. Excuse me, ma'am. I think you dropped something. Classic fucking dickhead fucking move. What in asshole? Hey, those ones still get motherfuckers. Hey, bro, what's that on your shirt? Yeah, he blows his, he blows his brother off. They are in New York, right? Yeah, I think they're in New York in for New York, sure. Yeah. It's like a actually, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, they uh, I think they're Brooklyn or where the fuck or no, maybe I don't know where they're. Nah, it's probably Manhattan. It's probably right in Manhattan. Manhattan. Let's see. Yeah. He's getting some sort of humanitarian awards where he was going. Yeah, and, <laughs> like uh, he's like oh, his speech is all dickhead. He's like, I'll, I'll always cherish this award. Yeah. And he leaves it. And then, like immediately after he gets the, yeah, he gets the fuck out of there and he just leaves it in the cab. <laughs> and this is where Elliot gets all, gets all splashed and he's cussing out, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Cross there, Bill Murray's character. He's fucking drinking his, whatever it is. And the cab fucks him up. <laughs> and we did get a little bit uh, of insight into him, at least just the way that he, that he thinks. And it's really like compared to, so I was watching the uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol, and uh, that that one's pretty, uh, you know, um, very Spot closely. On, yeah. Well, yeah, it's more. I mean, it's like really based on the uh, the book. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Everything's pretty like you know all the characters have the same names and shit like that. And uh, one of the things in there, he's pretty much like a real estate guy. I love Beaker. <laughs> oh, Beaker. Yeah. <laughs> a little coat, just hair and shit. He comes in. At, he comes in at the end. Holmes hair. <laughs> in at the end with the star. Big Fashion Holmes here, man. And uh, so in there, fucking Scrooge, he was like, uh, Christmas season, this is the best time of year because people, they're having their parties and they're spending all their money and, you know, they're not saving up for rent. So this is the time when, uh, I don't know what he, what picking season or something like that, whatever the hell he said. And in here... Bill Murray, when he's talking to his brother, his brother's like, what? You don't like Christmas, do you? And he's like, I love Christmas. Mm. It's so cold that everybody is going to be home watching the, te the television. The, what is ratings. Revenue goes up 38%. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Or ratings, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I got to watch the Muppet one with my kids. That one's fucking That's hilarious. on Disney+. Plus. Cool. Yeah, we'll do that one. We'll do that tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. There's a lot of football on. Maybe later tonight. <laughs> oh, dude, it's funny. You got to check it out. It's good. All the Muppet movies are pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because um, we said he loves Scrooge-ish. Who doesn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? It, um, yeah, the Muppet joints are kind of low-key, huh? 
Hell yeah, dude. They're fucking funny. I remember so, rocking uh, those. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> did When did uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure come out? Was that before this? Uh, probably. That was Tim Burton. It's like 80 something. Oh, shit. I forgot that was Tim Burton. Yeah. And just real quick, uh, we get a glimpse of uh, Grace also. She takes uh, her young son, um, oh, Calvin. I couldn't remember the name. She Calvin. takes her young son Calvin to the doctor super late at night. That's why she couldn't like she she uh, she tells Bill Murray like I can't work late. Like I have to take my son to a doctor's appointment. So we actually see her taking a train, carrying him down the stairs. He doesn't speak. He's like a, a mute, and we don't know why. And so she's taking him to the doctor, uh, like in a rough neighborhood. Well, we do know why. We just we well, I guess we don't know why at this moment. We yes, we don't know why. Yeah, we don't know why yet. <laughs> and then uh, we get explain it. I, 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 I might have missed that part when I was rewatching it. Finally, they do. no, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was quite difficult to watch the movie with the kids, but it was funny because, like, my son he was into it at first, yeah, he was very critical because I, I always have to like sell him on it first. <laughs> I don't want to watch this shit, there. and like, but, like <laughs> he comes like a good dude. And it's like on a naughty list. <laughs> like I'm just like kind of. Like, He's really mean. <laughs> I'm like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real asshole. Yeah, he's he's super mean. He's a big asshole in this movie. Yeah. And so in the Christmas Carol, we get uh, it's uh, who is it? It's uh, Marley. I don't even know what the heck it is. I think his name's Jacob Marley. Isn't yeah, it? Jacob Marley. I... There you go, Jacob Marley. Any relation not, to Bob? I was gonna say I always I always say it with caution because like is that one of the Marley brothers or no? <laughs> I mean, there's so there's so many guys. That's <laughs> why there's like Steven and then there's like uh, you know Junior Gong, and you know nephew. all the other ones. And so Jacob Marley is a Scrooge's <laughs> uh, partner, is what it is, business partner, and he dies first. Yeah, and, man. In this version. We get uh, we we get Bill Murray's boss. What the hell is his name? Anybody remember his name? Something. Lou something. Lou Hayward. There, there you go. <laughs> oh, Lou yeah. Hayward. Are we that? We're at that part now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Made it back to his office. He's pouring those drinks. He's getting tipsy. And then he sees his, uh, then he sees his old boss, and uh, he tripped the hell out. He immediately out. starts dumping on him. Oh yeah, dude! Like the fucking shit, shit starts shaking. The doors like you see fists through the doors, and he goes and he hides behind his chair and he grabs the gun and he's like, oh. "Yeah, he's ready to rock." Bow, bow, bow! Like as he's shooting. motherfucker. Here we go. I got. You're that. supposed to be dead. I got that scene for us to check out. Yes. Frank, but take it easy on the Bacardi. Oh, that's what he's drinking. Oh, okay. right after he shot him. Yeah, no, here it is. Oh, yeah, he already shot him. Yeah. Oh. It's a little graphic. <laughs> to old times, my friend. Yeah, he's like, bang, bango, boom, bop. <laughs> bang, bang. He's shooting him. And of course, the old. Movie trope when someone oh my God. gets shot. shot. <laughs> Lou Hayward. Classic. Your old boss. Lou Hayward. But your. Do you see his old hair come off with that? <laughs> I'm like, hey, when he would drink, was he drinking that much for it to come Seven out? Seven years. <laughs> he only drunk one drink, so no. Jeez, I, I, to look at you, I wouldn't have guessed more than three tops. Oh, Frank. Frank, you are in trouble. Big trouble. All right. 
Let's just say, for argument's sake, that you're right, that I am in big trouble. What exactly would that mean? Look at me. Look at your future. Now, if you don't change your ways, you're going to wind up doomed, just as I am. <laughs> One minute. I'm on the 14th hole at Wingfoot, lining up a putt. A heart attack later, I'm a worm feast. No, 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 no. You're not a worm feast. You're an hallucination brought on by alcohol, Russian vodka poisoned by Chernobyl. <laughs> I've had a lot of pressure lately. I've been putting on a big silence. Ow. I had it all. I was a captain of <laughs> industry. Feared by men. Adored by Stank women. Ah, adored. Let's be honest, Lou. I'm warning you, Frank. Don't waste your life as I did mine. Waste? How can you say that? You're a legend in this business. You're the man who invented the miniseries. Mankind should have been my business. Charity, mercy, kindness. That should have been my business. The Don't man wait. Get yourself involved. It's too late for me, but it's not for you. You can be saved. What up, Trip? It's not too late. <laughs> and Bill Murray's kind of like. You see somebody respond to the smell of what a rotting body would smell like. Yeah. When it was, and it wasn't even that. It was only his breath that got. Yeah, him. exactly right. You know, smells the strongest sense tied to memory. I bet you he was like, "Damn, yeah. that." <laughs> this motherfucker used to be all in my face, stank ass breath. Yeah, he yeah. the smell of death. Decomposing. Sure. The part that makes sense to him. The part Sorry, that had me cracking up was the the dude just like boasting himself up. I was rich, I had this, and I was adored by women. And he was like, "Come on, you paid all those women." <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and then he's you know he's like, "This is no joke." He gets pissed off, Lou. He's warning him. He's like, "This is your final chance. You don't end up like me." He grabs him by the throat, and like he you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old school, old school, early, uh, you know, late 80s special effects goes through the glass. Not that kind of holds up, actually. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it wasn't that bad. Yeah, except for when he falls. Then that's kind of like the Die Hard. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, mean really die hard, I didn't know Die Hard mimicked it. I didn't know Die Hard was a sequel to Scrooge. I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> it seemed like the same fall that Hans Gruber, like, almost the same, really, if you think about it. But uh, yeah, he falls right back into his his chair in his office, and then he like he's like, "What?" You know, he's still screaming. And when he looks over the phone, and the phone's dialing by itself, dials uh Claire's Claire's number. Somebody he hasn't talked to in fifteen years, but it goes to her voice her voicemail or whatever. And he's all freaked out, so he reaches out. He's like, "Call me anytime." He sounds all frantic and yeah, he's like. He's I know like, it's been 15 years, but he's um, like, something, yeah, something terrible happened. And he looks around and like everything's fine. The office, like no, nothing's all shot up or broken, or you know, there's man, no corpse in there. It's funny it's like, she we're not. Just by the tone of his voice, you were frightened. Did you see a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking knew it. Yeah, women are good. <laughs> Freaked out. Yeah. So right before that scene ends, though, like right after he hangs up the phone, he chugs his drink. Right, he swallows the. The craft ice cube, but uh, when he uh, when he pulls it out, it's a it's the golf ball that fell out of his uh, the rat pushed out of the guy's skull. He yeah. drops it on the floor here <laughs> on the it table. Was, it was clean though; it didn't look like the gross one that came out of his head. Yeah, it looked like it was in his drink, but uh, but then he passes That's out. To remind you, like, because I mean, 
that's always what I keep thinking, you know. Was he just dreaming this entire time? Is this just all a part of the dream? But I think that golf ball is just to remind you. It's not a dream. And then even mm-hmm. when he drops it on the table, it keeps bouncing. Mm-hmm. And that's when he his eyes roll back and he faints like, oh, gosh, that just happened. Yeah. Trip the hell out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what kind of Bacardi he's drinking. He's some aged shit. Nah, it looked, it looked like some regular shit. Yeah, he's. I mean, man, he's he's already doing it wrong. If you ask me, you're supposed to have like <laughs> some Macallan Twelve or something on there. You know what I mean? You're supposed to have something real fancy and ritzy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you see, uh, what's her name? Damn, I keep forgetting the name. Is Grace. 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 Oh yeah, Grace, hey, the assistant. Man, I mean, there's so many family members living in. I mean, what looks like a pretty small-ish, you know, very small, like spot. And um, you the daughter. Did you get your Christmas bonus? And she's like, she's "Yeah, like, I'm wearing it. I'm drying my hair with it." Uh, <laughs> she didn't even get a VCR. Could have at least gotten a VCR. I yeah. know, right? <clears throat> Bastard. But no, no bonus. No VCR, just a towel, because he's a dick. <laughs> I would have burnt that towel. I would have quit, but I guess not. I mean, shit, it's probably a pretty good job. Uh, you know, yeah. she's working for like a TV executive, you know, right? An assistant to a TV exec, and, you know, it's probably good enough money to yeah, help right, support man. those people up in there. Did you get your Christmas bonus? bonus Shut up, you greedy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know I'm barely making ends meet? <laughs> Gotta take the train everywhere. Your brother don't cut, cut, cut. Stay <laughs> the line. <laughs> the next part, though, right after they cut back to the next day, and they're talking, the they bring up the news. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Uh, they bring him the paper about the uh, about the uh, the oh, the, 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 the wood. Yeah, the Aberdeen. <laughs> They ran his oh, promo. Right? He was so elated, bro. They ran his promo, and it's like, check this out. And it's, uh, his, I don't know that girl's name, but uh, she's the mom in Monster Squad. If you guys have ever seen that movie, oh, okay, um, it's been a while, but I remember Monster. My Squad. movie, Monsters what? Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. It's also an '80s movie, uh, like a kids. It's like a, it's like a it's like a monsters. Well, yeah, it's like a, a Halloween Goonies. That's the way I would kind of phrase it. Kind of. He was way too excited. He was like. I knew that ad would work. You cannot pay for this kind of publicity. (laughs) An old woman died watching the ad last night. He gets all pumped up. (laughs) Talk about. Like, I want this running around the clock with a disclaimer. Anybody with a heart condition better leave the room right now. <laughs> Just oh, I Christmas Carol. Hey, listen, brother, he's a real special person. Like, it scared man. her to death. <laughs> and it's funny because he covers his face. <laughs> I think he's sad, but then he's, he gets all pumped up. I want to know what Nelson thought of the next part, though. When uh, Nelson, do you remember the next part where he goes out to the movie set and then now he's talking to uh, one of the censors? Like who's there, like on um, on set, and she was like, "I'm gonna have to censor this because her nipples are showing." 
That's my favorite part. I want to see. I love to see. Are they really short? I got to see what I'm going for. I want to see the nipples. You could, you could see. You know, see her left, the the top. You can see both of them. The top of both of them. Yeah. Oh, the little aerial action. Exactly. Let, me, let, me, let me go back and pause, so just to, to verify. Yeah. See, the rules to keep it non-photographic. <laughs> oh, no, the captions are covering it. Hold on, let's let Nelson. Hold on. Exactly. Let me cook. You can see her nipples. Her nipple times two is pornographic material. Adult film. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I, noticed, I saw the percentage right there. They were they were perfectly perfectly exposed to the <laughs> Okay, so even if it's not necessarily no, the actual nipple, the areolas count as the nipple in TV. Oh yeah, the, I, that's, hey, that's, white that's, man can't jump. that's what I said. Areola is a nipple. Never, never white white man can't jump. Yeah. They basically showed like her areola like in, in like one nipple. Yeah, her left one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get started. Nelson remembers. I remember. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Hold on. Dickens would have wanted to see her nipples stand. <laughs> and one of the guys there, he was like, you can hardly see, you can't even see it. And he was like, and they're really trying to look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever been yeah. in a situation like that, Nelson, where there's a oh, sensor or, you know, some just someone who was on okay, set okay. like that who had to, uh, to grab it. come in on well, any I was situation? In high school, man. I was in high school in 10th grade watching Romeo and Juliet. Remember that? Romeo and Juliet? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. they, showed, they showed titties and in they there. They showed her breasts. And she's like 15 yeah. years old. And we were 15 years old, too. But I, mean, I watched that movie. On. We watched that in high school. I remember seeing the Titanic being shown to us in high school. We saw some titty in Titanic. You know, they say that, uh, one, that one really hurt titties. We're, probably not. Like it was like some prosthetic shit. Like, Interesting. Oh, Romeo and Juliet? That's, that's what they say. No, no, no. In uh, Titanic. See, when somebody oh, no, no, no. told me that, I said, I refuse to believe that. Yeah. The titties. But you know, this, this one guy. <laughs> right? She was bad. This, huh? this one guy in high school. So they're, they're, Leo they're, hella busted in there, too, huh? He was like, This guy was known for, check this out, guys. This guy was known for popping wood during the Romeo and Juliet scene. This one kid in class. He was bucked for the next three years at high school. Yeah. I don't know if it was true, but some guy was in the room. Oh, so was like, hey, he's watching Royal Juliet. He's like, oh, what? A little bit, a little bit different when you're wearing tights and wearing jeans. Can't really hide it too That's much. Tights. <laughs> All the problems you have, Alex. Okay. Hey, if, and if you weren't pitching no real tent, you know what I mean? That's not impressive. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where for art thou boner? You're walking down the you know the, the school hallways with a binder in front of you. Right? Because if you were swinging, he would be he'd be all about it. <laughs> Juliet. <laughs> just swinging. It'd be hell. A bitch is going to see the play. Did you hear that? I want. I want to think about what Nelson uh, what thinks about when uh, Claire 
first comes up here because now you start seeing a little bit of a vulnerable side of Bill uh, Murray's character now. What do you think, Nelson? Claire, oh, yeah, it was a good balance, you know. Actually, there was a couple other moments you saw Bill Murray, his character was crying when he was watching the, the Ghost of Christmas Past or whatever. Well, I just mean up to this point, you know, he's still he's still being a badass, but he's been yeah. a dick the entire time. <laughs> one person seeing, from his you're seeing the evolution. Oh wait, did we mention that the the sensor got? Did we mention the sensor got knocked the fuck out? Uh, no, we didn't. I like the metal. What? I, I didn't even know. He's carrying a. It's a light post prop, so it's a huge long shit. And so they they after the, she says the shit about the nipple, the two guys that were looking, he tells them, "Hey, get out of here, then or whatever, right?" Yeah, and the guy turns like, around. You can't even barely see it. <laughs> yeah, the short guy like just barely ducks. Bill Murray fully ducks, and the sensor doesn't see it coming and gets whacked in the face. Yeah, knocked out cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't give a shit either. <laughs> Broke her nose no, and mean, shit. To him, it just saved him an issue. He was gonna have to talk his way out of it. Now she got knocked out. And he's like the costume stay, the costume stay, and he gets the, and then he gets to talk to Claire un, unbothered. Yeah, <laughs> sort well, sort of. It was interesting. I would have voted to keep the nibbles. You kind of think it's more of a comedy, and then he gets all serious, man, with Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he does. You got it. There's even some horror aspects of it. It's like you know what I mean. They got it on here. Oh yeah, and right before Claire came. Just the, uh, it always made me laugh, but the part where like the guys are hammering while he's trying to talk. Well, yeah, please quit with the hammering. Yeah. <laughs> so upset about the hammering. Yeah, he keeps mentioning it the whole time they're talking or whatever. He turns the, what is it? He turns the sensor's head too. He's like, see, look, they look fine or whatever when the, the, the dancers are dancing and he's trying yeah. to talk to Claire, but he's obviously busy. There's a whole yeah. bunch of shit going on. He's telling the people to stop hammering. Uh, but that's when she tells him, it looks like you've seen a ghost. And, you know, she asks him about the uh, the phone call. And he's like, oh, yeah, last night, you know, I came across your number and I just happened to call you or whatever, some bullshit. She's like, I know. She's like, I know that voice, Lumpy. And we're like, Lumpy? And so this guy comes out of nowhere and he's like, excuse me, Mr. Lumpy? And he's like, hey, nobody calls me. I know Most people call me Mr. Cross around here. Or I don't know what. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. I can't get these uh, antlers glued on these door mice because the that guy yeah, Preston that guy Preston wanted door mice in the in the production. That way they could get the cat viewership up. <laughs> so like, he tells how many cats are in America? Well, staples. <laughs> have you tried staples? <laughs> yeah, and she's like staples. Don't you dare put whatever. She goes on this rant, and he's just like smiling, looking oh, at her. And he's you like, made society on you. <laughs> yeah, he's like same old Claire. Always trying to save the world. And then she's like, same old lumpy or whatever. Still trying to run it. <laughs> hey, she's been waiting around for 15 years for that call, though, because she came running. in. Yeah, and then he's like, hey, get out of here. Who are you anyway? And he starts yelling, and she's like, she's like, you just, you called me here. What are you talking about? And he's yelling at the little boy, like, in the way yeah. back, and it's Turns out to be Calvin, which is Grace's son. And she's like, it's my son. I thought I'd bring him to watch live TV show today. And he's like, does he work here? What did you say? I think he was cupcaking for no reason. Yep. What did uh, what did you say? I thought it would be fun for him to be able to see a movie set. Does does anybody like? Anybody's having fun around here? <laughs> <laughs> He gets all pissed off, and he Dude, starts trying to have a serious conversation. Yeah, he's starting to have a serious, tries to have a serious conversation with Claire after that, though. 
she's like, he finds out that she never married and he's like, you know, all this stuff. He's flirting with her and she's all into him. Uh, but the hammering's still fucking going on <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Would you hold the damn hammering, please? <laughs> and he gets super pissed for the love of God. And he does it one more time, and then finally, uh, the guy's like, "All right, whatever." He holds it off. <laughs> whatever. And the, the whole fucking set comes crashing down, like all over the place. After that, because the guy stops hammering. <laughs> uh, but that's just before that Claire was able to give him her uh, what is it her outreach for help card or like her you know where she works at a shelter just she her can contact him card. yeah her business card so he can contact her and she basically walks away and all that commotion because when the he already has her number but yeah but she walks away during all that commotion and he tries to like find her and he's like Claire <laughs> It's a status thing, though. I think her giving him the card. You know what they're saying Got about my own her card now. When they were shooting the movie, <laughs> like that that chick Claire, they said like there was there was different times during the shoot that she would have like hysterical breakdowns, <laughs> like crying, crying fits, where they would have to stop the shoot. <laughs> Seriously, like, damn! This movie was like a disaster shooting. <laughs> That's crazy. It's you can kind of see it, like you know, in some of these uh, scenes with Bill Murray. I feel, or maybe it's just Bill Murray that made people feel it that was, way. No, it definitely was. Like <laughs> he would just berate, <laughs> he would berate, <laughs> and like I guess he was feeling like all this pressure because like he originally didn't want to be the main guy. He was like, "Fuck, this is my first time I'm a main star." You know what I mean? Yeah, coming off the success of uh, Ghostbusters, and he's just like. You know, being part of an ensemble, and now he's the main guy, and mm. you know all this anxiety, and like he was just projecting it on everybody. I didn't <laughs> know this was his first oh, like solo. Like I never knew that. It wasn't no. his first. I mean, I think he did one right before this. Uh, what was it called? If it he did, like, I gotta look at his filmography, but I don't, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Just, oh, no, like critically probably. acclaimed, but like. Uh, fuck, I he had nothing on his own before this to like stand yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Oh, but we all know who he was when it came out. You knew who. Mm -hmm. he, who was. Oh, yeah. He's starring in that joint. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he did like he did like Saturday Night Live stuff, right? Yeah, and he did Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's where he knew him from. Yeah, another one was it the Rat Race? No, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Before this, yes, that's the one that kind of put him on, right? Like no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Caddyshack was before yeah, was um, Ghostbusters. Like, yeah, like, yeah, two years before. Yeah. Anybody, he played some weird character. He's trying to mumble like this. Yeah, he wasn't like a main dude in that one. You know. You know, <laughs> I just remember this right now, bro. Before, like, he was, this is like during, I don't know if this was during SNL or right before, but like, he got caught moving like hella pounds of weed. Oh, dope. Yeah, really? and, he, and then I think, I don't know if he did like actual time where he got, I don't know how he got, if he got, if he got, you know what I mean? Got a slap on the wrist or something. He got caught with like mad work. You know what I mean? Him and his bros. Wow. Doing his thing, man. <laughs> Bill banging Bill. and banging. You know what I'm saying? All right, continue. Speaking of banging, he's got that young one now. See? Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, Khalees could dance her ass off. So, you know, she's fucking his brains out, bro. He's going to die. Like, in the act. Really, he's he's a little, a little young dudes. 
That's a good way to go for him, but probably terrible for her if he were to die in the act. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, depends. It depends. Poster pre, you know, poster pre orgasm. That's how I want to go out. She's like, little Nas, I told you to go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with your stepdad. Damn. <laughs> so this oh and what, what Tino said, yeah, Bill got popped with 10 packs on a plane. He said, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I believe it was for packs on a plane. That's across state lines, bro. That's federal, bro. Federal. So the way that uh, this movie differs from like the original um, Christmas Carol is he's going to be visited by three ghosts, but it's like the first one is going to be there at noon. He's like tomorrow at noon or whatever. Normally at midnight is when this happens. I mean, that's how such of a hard ass he is. Like you got to schedule him. You got to be like, listen. Well, no, it was scheduled in the other one, but it was at midnight though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Just during the day. Yeah, that is the theme. All twelve o'clock. Yeah. And so he, uh, I mean, he's having the dinner with the uh, with the rich kid and the uh, the old man, and uh, <laughs> right after he sees that it's noon, he gets a water and there's like an eyeball in the water, and he starts freaking the hell out. He ordered a, a highball, I think, like a, some sort of like drink or whatever, like the same as his boss, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, but yeah, like he's he's like tripping out because that that Bryce kid, that Bryce guy that he met earlier, real briefly, who went to school with the that Preston guy's son. Yeah. So it's his, it's the guy he can't fire who he works for basically, or with the guy who calls the shots. And then he's having a meeting with that Bryce dude. And it's like, Oh shit, this guy, like I briefly met him and now he's coming in and we're having, we're all having lunch together and they order drinks and this dude's like tripping him out. And he's like, it's noon. Is this guy, this motherfucking guy, the ghost. And he's like zooming in on his like mouth and he's just talking. He's like, I just came in to take the burden off your shoulders. And so he's going to like, basically he's coming into like zeroing in on his job and he's like tripping the fuck out. And so the waiter brings him, the waiter brings all the drinks, the waiter drink brings all the drinks and, <laughs> and he looks down at him and he's like, <laughs> right in the middle of the other guy's conversation. He's like talking to him and he's trying to be all polite. He's like, I'm not trying to like, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to take some stress off your shoulders. And if you need me to call some shots for you, like I can do that. Or like, you know, I'm trying to do all this stuff for him. And then like Why that drink comes in. Job? That's all you heard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he does that loud shriek and he just, he just keeps going oh, like, you guys don't see that. Like he keeps seeing it. Like the eyeball doesn't disappear from his drink. And then he, the, the waiter's like, I'll, I'll take it away. Apologies. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and he looks at him in the face or whatever. And he's like, are you him? <laughs> are you he? Or what does he tell him? He corrects him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he sees the guy who's got like the dessert or whatever that's on fire. And he just oh, yeah. him get lit on fire. And, yeah, uh, and he's like reacting. He's like, ah! again, he's all yelling when they're trying to have a conversation and like nobody else sees it. Uh, yeah, but there was a part before they brought all this stuff out where he sees that guy Preston cleaning his silverware with the napkin. So he yeah. starts doing it too, like, oh, like, you know, like kissing ass or whatever. And it's funny because I used to do that shit for like the longest time and I forgot why. But it's because of this stupid ass movie. <laughs> I just got into the habit of going to restaurants and I would clean my silverware already that, that was wrapped in the, you know, that fancy yeah. napkin shit or whatever. I would just like repolish it. Like, out, me and my girl, we always do that shit. And like, I used to never do that until I started going to noodle houses. 
like with the Asian homies, because the first way we would all order, and the first thing they start doing is cleaning all the shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh word, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude, I was just about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, babe. Oh, and uh, uh, yeah, I would do the same shit. It's funny. The because yeah, you know, noodle house is made the cleanest. You know what I mean? Like, when he told the dude, thought I thought you were Richard Pryor. Yeah, because he saw him all the way on fire. Goes up, gets one of the champ- the champagne things with the ice and water in it, and throws all the water on them. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then no, and then right after that, it's all wet there. So he's like embarrassed, and he like he's you know he's gonna like gotta go to the bathroom or I don't know what the fuck. And so he walks right past where he already threw all the water on that guy, and he fucking slips and he falls down. <laughs> oh oh he, oh you, you he know eats that, it. That wasn't um that wasn't scripted. Oh, he just fucking slipped and fell. Yeah, I mean, all the water that he threw. Yeah, I mean, that was the clip they kept. They, they ended up keeping that one. They're like, that, that yeah, that looked awesome. that looked like it wasn't a stunt, man. Well, I mean, I don't know. It could have been because they shot it from behind, but it, it looked like a hard no, ball. It was, it was Bill. <laughs> I caught him, got him from behind. Pause. Look at Nelly. Nelly graduated. But that was that was funny. Hey, he's like, no, sir, that's the baked Alaska. And he's like, ah, he's on fire. <laughs> hey, you know where that pause comes from, Nelly? It comes from Cameron and all them. And like, and uh, 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 what's that dude's name? Um, Dame Dash, all those fools, all the Harlem cats, they're the ones that, that, that they started all that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was like, I didn't know about pause. They say oh, like that. Oh. Pause. At that part, though, he was like, I'm going to have some air. He runs over, grabs the water, puts the guy out. Oh, I thought you were Richard Pryor. Proceeds to walk outside like he's going to get some fresh air because he's tripping out, right? And he fucking slips real hardcore. Yeah, that's totally him because that's one shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're like, they're like. Michael Jackson, too, right? Michael Jackson, too. <laughs> and then oh, so he, he, he calls a cab. The Pepsi commercial. The Pepsi commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about, Brad. That shit was not. Bro, Alice was looking at me like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't look believe it. Damn and they lit his shit all the way up, Brad. He's trying to, ah, rolling around and shit. And yeah. It was like. <laughs> they were, yeah, both, both had different reasons why they were lit. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. Lit. <laughs> you guys the sparklers are the pyrotechnics on the stage, right? Yeah. yeah. And that shit caught on the activator. I saw that TV movie series. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, the made-for-TV the the, yeah, the made Jackson 5 story or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That shit was dope. Three-night season premiere. What is it? Three-night special TV event. Hell, yeah. I got another scene for us here. This is when he runs into the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, he calls the cab, and, like, if you notice, the regular cab's going to come, but the ghost of Christmas past yeah. cab just comes and so backs dope. into it. So the first ghost, the old boss, that was like just a preemptive ghost. Like the that's the part the business partner ghost. Remember, he gets visited by Jacob Marley. So that's the oh, business partner. Okay. And he's, he's the one who explains what's gonna happen. He has to explain right. in the original story. That's the one where he basically like after he like dies, uh, Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge basically consumes the other half of the business and takes all his shit, right? And he's like comes to warn him, you don't want to end up like me, fucking Scrooge. <laughs> as the old tale as old as time goes whenever Charles Dickens wrote this bitch tale as old as time <laughs> alright here we go rising in the east whoa hey man 
my name I know absolutely everything Frank you see I'm the ghost <laughs> Treat, Marty. He said Willy Wonka vibes. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's his name? Oh, Willy Wonka. Oh, you know, said dude is hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is where I grew up. Yeah, that's pretty much. I grew up. <laughs> it's like a reference to to smoking out a little. You right? know what? I thought he was one of the owls at first. He looked like one of the. One of the first what? I was like, 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 oh, I thought you said elf. I was like, what? Al? Did I miss that? Elf. <laughs> you know, Santa's elves? Yeah. Elves. Yeah, he did kind of look like elfish. He kind of looked like that, right? He looked grunged up, though, because I guess the past, I don't know, his past was grungy. Because he takes them back to 1958, and we get a glimpse of his dad brings him like a three pound veal for Christmas. His mom's smoking a cigarette, and she's pregnant with his brother. He's like dirt ass poor. <laughs> it's cold in the house, you can tell. He just wants to watch TV and get a Christmas present. And uh, what does the ghost tell him? I think the ghost tells him, uh, um, they all, he's like, oh, I, he tells the ghost, he's like, I know what you're trying to do. You brought me to the past so I can get all sappy and, you know, sentimental or whatever. And I'm going to cry. And he's like, they all, they all cry when they see mama, or I don't know what they say, what he says. And it's like Niagara Falls, or I don't know what the hell. So basically, you know, it's a trip down memory lane and he sees his poor upbringing or whatever it is. And his dad's an asshole and uh, it's Christmas. Yeah, and it's it's Christmas and they you know they, they're not doing anything. He doesn't have any gifts. He gives him. I think it's veal, right? Yeah. <laughs> Milk fed veal yeah, is what he got him. Five pounds of veal, I think. There you go. Uh, so he throws that on the floor in front of him while he's watching TV or whatever. And anyways, like it's a real sad scene and he's there. The ghost explains, you know, that you know, they're just ghosts. They can't see or hear them or whatever. Right. And, uh, the mom's like, I'm going out. 
she's like, Merry Christmas, Frankie, or whatever. And that's when he starts, he starts crying. And the ghost pops in and he's like, Lambert Falls. Crying because it's fifty dollars worth of meat in today's (laughs) market. Yeah, today's market. It's like forty or fifty dollars worth of piece of milk-fed veal. I don't know. Totally excuse. Totally, daddy wasn't there vibes. Yeah, because his dad just falls asleep on the couch with like a lit cigarette. (laughs) Puts his fedora over his head. Basically, calls him a a bitch. Who <laughs> goes <Yep>. to bed? <laughs> yep. And uh, Frank's had enough of that. He needs to take you. Take me back to the office. Yeah. <laughs> Takes him back to the office, but not the present day office. It was and forward a few years. I think it's like sixty-eight, maybe. Yeah, sixty-eight. Nineteen sixty-eight. We see uh, Frank with his uh, Bill Murray's character with his long hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> but that's when my wife was like, okay, I'm going to sleep because it was getting late. But she was into yeah. the movie. She thought it was really good because she doesn't like old movies at all. She won't watch anything. Like, if it came out like three years ago, it's like, no, it's too old. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, he needed to be trying to hang out with Mrs. Claus, who was taking those Xerox pictures of her booty. Oh, yeah, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dumb question. I was raising my hand, but now I can't wait. Veal. That's deer? Uh, venison. Oh, no. That's venison. Okay. Yeah, what is veal? Baby it's cow. Oh, baby cow. Baby, baby cow. cow. Yeah. Mm. That seems cruel. I don't know. Maybe it's real tender, I mean, though. Isn't like Wagyu that? Like fat, but that's like with the fat, drunk, beer, yogurt induced version. <laughs> it's better when I. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> I thought those like, like, Wagyu cows get like massages like every day. Yeah. That's it. They're like, hey, and they get fed. Uh, I don't know, like super. And like, I heard they they they're like on harnesses and like they're raised to never even stand on their own. Like, to, so they're just on these harnesses. <laughs> what? Yeah. The legs don't get around. I mean, someone check. Someone fact check me, but I'm pretty sure they I live better lives than us. I heard something like that. Peacock and right. It's cruel but tender meat. So good. They live, they live better. better. They live better. Next time I eat a chicken sandwich, I'm gonna ask that motherfucker, "Hey, does this chicken live good?" <laughs> oh, oh, it didn't. Uh, okay, it doesn't matter. The chickens, the chickens probably didn't. But anyway, no. <laughs> Man, and see, and uh, hey, yeah, that's what modern life. <laughs> Heifer, he was raised by. He was adopted by the family of wolves. He was a cow, Heifer. right? Heifer. But, from we ended up loving you so much. He's like, we're fatting you up because we're gonna eat. <laughs> we're gonna eat. <laughs> like we, he's like, Dad used to nickname you Steak. <laughs> 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 he was a, a cow raised by a family of wolves. <laughs> that was a weird show, but yeah, I used to watch I that all the time. Man. It was yeah, that's good stuff. They they redid it, like they brought it back, and they were like in space. Yeah, but it was like kind of boring. I didn't finish it. In space. Yeah, it's like a movie, bro. It was a movie. Oh, okay. It was kind of that is I got right there. It was funky. You can find it somewhere. But but yeah, he's in 1968, and he's at the uh, office, and there's a big office party, and you see Lou, who was the ghost who warns him, uh, Haywood or whatever his name is, right? Or hair, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and uh, so you know he's having fun at the party, and you see a young Frank working still with the files, and he's like, "Hey, 
I don't know if you noticed, but there was like a party going on around. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to finish this up and, uh, you know, I'll get to it or whatever. We see that girl. Yeah, yeah, even Tina, after she got done Xeroxing her booty, she came up to Frank and was like, I don't know if she said want to dance or. She wanted to go go have some Chinese or whatever, get some sushi. That's his thing, right? No, that's that's not his thing. Because she. Yeah, and she was like, you know, and he's like, no, uh, I heard like all this bad stuff about it. You could get sick. You shouldn't eat that stuff. And he walks away from her. And he's like watching with the ghost of Christmas past. And he's like, man, what am I doing? Like, turn around. I should be with that right there. Like, I don't know. And he's like, when I was in New York and some fire ass Chinese food, bro. (laughs) Well, the the ghost uh, tells him not that one, Frank. And so he pulls him into the elevator. And next you see Frank like leaving. He's not at the party. He's like running some errands, I guess, going to get some more booze or I don't know. He's going to a store, but uh, he gets knocked the fuck out. The door opens, swung open and hits him right in the face. Then he gets like laid out. Looks concussed. It's like a CJ Stroud situation. Yeah. I'll, real quick. Fourth grade. Stupid me. I just think it's cool. I'm going to walk into the other side of the exit, walk through the exit at the thrift store. You know, the, the sensor shit you step on, it opens. Mm-hmm. So I, I tell my man on the other side, go open it for me. And I'm just standing too close. He opens it. Boom! <laughs> Get my teeth to the day. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Happened to be, I already had the adult teeth in it there. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. And have that, that whole awkward interaction. Like, I, then uh, Claire goes to, like, kind of pick him up. And then, but she drops her bag and he goes down to pick it up and they bump heads again. And yeah. plastic. It was a lot. It was a lot. Classic Hallmark scene right there because it's Christmas time. It's cold. He, uh, you know, there's decorations at the store that they're in front of the storefront. You can see people inside shopping and on the street walking by. All that stuff's going on when they're doing that conversation. He invites her back to the Christmas party and she's like, "Nah, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to go to a Christmas party right now." He's like, "Neither do I." And then she's like, uh, "And then like, so she starts to walk away." And he's like, "Hey, young lady, or whatever." She turns around. And uh, what does he tell her? I don't even know if he says anything. Like, she, get some Chinese? Is that what he's? No, saying? she 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 says that. Oh yeah, she said it. My bad. I'm, I'm and then he's and then well, he's like, sure, I guess, or whatever. Like he ends up going with her because you know he likes her, not that Tina girl or whatever. I guess. Oh, and yeah. then you know, fast forward, boom, they're like in an apartment together. And the next scene is her. And fast t- forwarded to what year? Do you remember? Uh, Seventy-two. Uh, Bogey. 1969. <laughs> 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 One year later, or I guess, right, the next Christmas. And, and um, hold on. And before you get into it, she was a keeper, man. She was in the um, she was in the tub smoking a yeah. joint with the. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. She's like she's in the tub with all the candles lit, like having a bath, and she has the roach clip just hitting the joint. They show her smoking it for a while, and then she turns around, and you can still wow. see her holding it. Like, yeah. She was she was smoking dope, man. <laughs> Dude, well, all these there's like me seeing this movie like when right I was a kid. I never Reagan noticed, and, never noticed. Right Smacked out of the Reagan administration. And seeing <laughs> maybe that part got cut out, like if it was actually on TV. I wouldn't watch it. I had the movie, but I just read like you know I didn't pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> real quick, I I mean, a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is like I just I I was just thinking about other stuff when I saw her in the, in the exactly when I was a kid yeah <laughs> or younger mm-hmm. when I was a kid the wood pile were you bogey oh when she you, in the bathroom you got the wood pile were you 
You know what I'm <laughs> oh yeah, listen, I was a regular, like I was a regular, uh, I was the dude that popped the boner during the play. I was I was him. Wood. I was what was his name? <laughs> well, did, did, that, that dude in high school or whatever it was, did he have a nickname after that? Um no, he didn't. He just he was, was just, a, he just had the rep. This uh, Romeo boner, boner Bomeo, I don't know. Bomeo, <laughs> not my best work. But <laughs> yeah, know. it'll work for now. That's like something a kid would come up with. <laughs> Bonio, Bonio. Uh, it's really funny now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like fifteen, right? <laughs> uh, when we were kids, we'd come up with a bunch of stupid nicknames all the time for everybody, and those things would stick, bro. Oh, yeah. One one time, there was this guy who made a list, and it was like a hit list, bro, of people he was gonna fuck up. And we, we, his nickname became Columbine. Those dudes literally had a list and went about. Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. Fun. That guy's nick that stuck with him all throughout high school that people just call him Columbine. It's like, fuck, dude. And shout out to Crispy who just gifted a sub on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I know says we're really says we're really close to a hype train. So if anyone wants to support the channel, now's the time. Go now's the time. Go ahead and throw in either subscribe, do a gift a sub over there, or um, that's uh, the cheer with some bit. Is that the follow that you hit here, uh, Alex? What's that? The follow is that the sub here? This is new for me. No, you follow and then you can sub after that. Yeah, like, but, like I, I, I don't know what the hype train necessarily does, but like I'm, I'm sure I'm assuming it like it also like pushes it like the algorithm. You'll level, that. you'll level up or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> this well, is not our, this is not our final form. Power up! <laughs> I'll get to it. I love that. But yeah, she's she so uh, yeah, she's smoking the J uh, in the tub or whatever, and she gets dressed and they go out there and he's like peeking at the Christmas uh, gifts or whatever. And uh, what does she say? She's like, it's early. It's not even Christmas Eve yet or something. It's early. And, um, uh, what, she, uh, what does she say? She asks him something about like, uh, did you guys not wait until Christmas or whatever? And he's, what does he say? He's like. Uh, if it didn't, if it didn't, if it isn't spoiled by by then, we hear something like that in reference to the the all he got for Christmas was veal. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And so, then he nice. gets her the knives, you know, which is uh, it, the it's funny. knives. He was even trying to justify it to himself. Then he's like, "Man, I know Gintu knives. Those were like really good knives." <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, no, because he couldn't remember what they were called. He's like, those knives are really good. And the, the ghost was like, Gensu, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, agreeing with them. Like, yeah, those are pretty good knives. Yeah, for sure. Even those are My parents had those. Cut through metal. It's metal that cut through metal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, oh, I had a yeah. They were didn't still cut a tomato after. It was before you guys' yeah. time. I remember when I was a child. Yeah, my my parents had those. Man, my parents had those. The guy with the hey, they We bought those motherfuckers. Crazy glue. What? What? what oh, hold on. We got like three people talking at once. What were they called, Nelson? Ginsu. Yeah, Ginsu. Okay. Yeah, that's where. That's why. That's why I called them. But it was like some type of infomercial. So you know the infomercials were always cheesy. Yeah, slices and dices. Yeah, slices and dices. So it shows it sliced enough. Even to, creates, uh, like, even makes Julian fries. Tomatoes like it's nothing. Slice <laughs> through like it's a hot knife through butter. 
Yeah. Right? And then there was slice of tomato, they slice it again. Like, oh shit, <laughs> <it> again. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Like, even dinner. <laughs> yeah, but he chopped so quick and you get one, yeah, I, I, I can chop this easy as a commercial. Right? Like, Mom, make, make a hamburger taste like McDonald's. She couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. This, the pie was too thick. She used bread. It wasn't buns. My dad actually worked in produce at a local grocery store for many years. Like He was the head of the area there or whatever. So he always had knives in like little sleeves inside his pockets and stuff. And he even had scars from when he would cut himself back because he didn't give a shit. He would just put them back there however sometimes he'd grab them. But anyway... Uh, he was like, he's like, but yeah, we, they had those Gitsu knives at the house. And then he was like, man, fuck these. Like he would always just have his own knives that he had had at work <laughs> and use those at the house. And he was like, you know, and he would sharpen those things. He had like knife sharpeners. Like, yeah. And my dad, like to this day, to, yeah, for sure. That's the one. Yeah. Those are the ones. Yeah. So to this day though, like when my, the whittle shit. He was a tweet. Uh, my dad's knife my, my uncle does that also. My dad's brother. That's crazy. They're all into knives, I guess, when they were young. Who knows, right? Yeah, we, but uh, my uncle had throwing knives and shit, and we had a little thing of wood. And just... To this day, though, because my dad worked in produce, like when I smell cilantro, uh, oh yeah, like that, that just reminds me. Of, it just remi it just reminds me of my dad. I don't know. It's yes. weird. It smells. Would come. Tied, uh, smells the strongest sense tied to memory. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I heard that oh, somewhere yeah. before an hour ago. It's it's yeah. bro. Yeah, Bogey said it like forty five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If you say like, I mean, say like you smell like a uh, mom's cooking or something, like, so you're like, oh shit, brings you back, or like, or like even like a, a woman you used to sleep with, you know what I mean? You smell the fragrance, you're like, oh shit, where's she at? Like, you like you immediately like it's just it's 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 it takes it's, you back twenty five years. Again. That's why yeah. those strippers, man. Those strippers are like powdered up. They smell so good. It's yeah, so oh, like yeah. potpourri or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, shit. The sweet smell of vagina. <laughs> well, Frank is still in the past. Oh, bogey. <laughs> bogey. what type of show is this, Bogey Man? Come I'm on. Just, I, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> I think yeah, you just can hear my thoughts. Well, look, we're in that we're in that zone because that's what she got him for Christmas. She got him a, a Kama Sutra book. Nice. And, and, right. and she, he gave her the knives. <laughs> yeah, and then he tells the ghost, he's like, oh, it's not like I needed a guidebook or anything. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, it says here, there's a kingdom of the gift. Yeah, he's like, there's a there's a thing here that says hey, there's a place where you touch a woman, it'll make her bark or whatever. And then like she starts barking and they start roughhousing or whatever. And he's like, all right, like before you know it, the scene changes and fast forwards a couple of years and the ghost is taken into now. It's like 1971. And he is at the, uh, what's the name of this? Uh, the Frisbee uh, dog show or whatever it may be. And he, you see a big uh, guy in a costume, you know, you know, on the floor. And there's a mailman. And it's a, what is it? What is it? What is it? And there's a live audience with a bunch of kids. And they're sitting in there. And it's a, one of those live shows. And it's, I yeah. guess, one of his first. Like a game show. Yeah, one of his first gigs, like you know, in the TV production area, he's worked his way up from the uh, office uh, intern or whatever he was before, right? And now uh, his relationship with Claire is in the future here, and he turns out he's the mascot, you know, doing all this uh, prancing around on the on the oh, floor. So you mean to say he used to be with the people that he despised? <laughs> Yeah, in a sense, right? Like one day you know, it's like dirt. The fucking, you know what I mean? The fucking talent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because later on, you see him talk to uh, 
one of the guys in costume on production, you know, I was like, oh, get the hell out of you again or whatever. Yeah. It's like, is this on straight? Real, yeah, exactly. So, so here he's actually where he came from, bruh. You see him, he's like, he takes off the thing and he's all sweaty. And, and you see Lou there and he's, uh, Lou's chatting up uh, an assistant and he's like, yeah, that trip to South uh, Palm Beach, you know, it's going to be me, you, my wife. Oh no, my wife's going to be in uh, New York or something that weekend. Well, I guess it's just going to be me and you. And she gets all like giggly or whatever. And he's like, hey, yeah. and he's like, hey Frank, you and uh, bring your girl to dinner tonight or whatever. What's her name? Claire. Yeah, yeah whatever. So like Claire meets him on the way out. The bring bring that Karma Sutra book with She's you like, too. No, no, no. <laughs> we got dinner with who do they have dinner with? Their friends instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're supposed to. That's who Claire is saying. She's like, no, we have. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, we have dinner tonight. Like it's been planned for you know two months. Well, he's or trying to like, up in the world, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, this is my. He's like, this, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. If you could put your selfish needs aside for just 60 seconds, you know, exactly. basically. And he sees this is where you really start to see him become the asshole that he is. And, uh, you know, present day Frank is looking on from the audience like, oh, my God. You know, and she says, you know, I think it's best if we just separate for a while. Quick. And then. Yeah, well, it's been a year plus maybe now. It's been a couple of years. It had to be um, <laughs> at least two years. We're going on a it's nineteen seventy. It's nineteen seventy one, and they met in sixty eight. So it's been three years. They had been separated for fifteen years. Oh well, well, I guess. I mean, yeah. Well, like she's like separate for a while. Seventy one, so that would put it at eighty six. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, and then well, he's like because uh, it's been fifteen years after that. This is the last time he sees her, and yeah. so he puts his helmet on and his helmet, his uh, dog uh, costume mm -hmm. thing back on, and he's like, uh, well. I'll try to make it after, you know, because he's going to go to the de that dinner, that pop-up dinner with his boss and try to move up. That's Lou who becomes, you know, yeah, they're, his they're best no friend. And tag team the assistant. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. What I was referring to that. Real there's nothing really up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, there's nothing really leading up to her wanting to leave it. Because, like, it seems okay. They're not going to. Okay. Well, she mentions. She mentions. That, you know, it's she like right before that she she preemptively says like you know you've been working a lot and I know you want you like I know I know that you know this means a lot to you and you know so like you can tell that he's been like he's sweating and like he's working crazy hours his break was only like sixty seconds or ninety seconds yeah, and then he had to go back break. yeah it was a commercial break when all this stuff happened you know and they had to make that decision so you know and then he's he, the ghost ends up telling you know him after all of this he's like you left Claire for the dog. And so that's why Claire was like, I think we should separate. You're choosing your job or your career over yeah. me, you know? So I think it was kind of not out of nowhere, but in a sense, like for us, you know, they sped up, the, they sped up three years of three, they went three Christmases in a row, in a row, basically, or whatever. She, just to kind you of know what, you know what I heard when I watched it's that? Just a little abrupt, I was reading between the lines, bro. She said, you ain't fucked me in how long I didn't got you the book and all the shit. <laughs> and I, I said, bring the, wear the dog suit. She's a real freak. She's like, you know, that shit. <laughs> three years and she had it. She got the cookie cobwebs. She's like, I'm gonna go have a three way with my friends. Cobwebs <laughs> at this dinner. Cobwebs, uh, man. Yeah, this movie is not rated X or R. It's PG-13 now. <laughs> but the ghost ends up leaving him um, in the studio audience. 
and he's like watching the screen kind of freaking out and it backs away and it's like a different, you know, it's him watching the production. Uh, one of the uh, final dress rehearsals, I guess it is of, you know, his show that's supposed to be going live later that evening. And that's where we are. He's returned back to the, to the uh, present time. Present day. And he interrupts it. I don't know if you want me to go any further or, but he, he, he comes back. He comes back to the present, and it's just funny when he tells the act, the actress because she's talking, <laughs> or she's doing her lines, and he's like staring at the screen, and he's all out of it, right? He's come back from the past, and what does he tell her? He calls her a crazy bitch or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I missed that one. Yeah, hold on, let me let me see if I can quote it directly. I think I rewound it a little too much here on my phone. I'm kind of watching it on the side. Why you do that? Uh, real quick question: Are we doing splits tonight? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we were waiting to get to the end of the ghost of uh, Christmas past, and then we're gonna okay. you know, we're gonna bring it act to act two. Oh, so she says, "May you be happy with the path you have chosen." Like she's talking to Ebenezer, and he has like, "I am happy with the path that I've chosen, you bitch." <laughs> I couldn't be happier. <laughs> and then the other actors are like, "What are you crazy?" And they're like, "Cut, cut, they stop production." Crazy like a fox, <laughs> crazy enough to see through your little tricks. And he thinks everything's uh like you know he, he thinks everything's still messed up he's all jacked up in his head or whatever and he starts going on a rant so that's where we are here the ghost of christmas past really did a number on him yep goes and starts talking to the little uh i don't know the little kid starts like shaking her or whatever just being an asshole being an asshole and that's where we're that's where we're leaving it for act number one and uh, we still have the ghost of Christmas uh, present and the, what is it? The ghost finale. Of Christmas yet to come in act two, in act three. Christmas future. Yeah. Yet to come, pause. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if you don't follow the audio version of the podcast, go follow it. Silver Screen Breakdowns episodes are dropping on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of the three acts from our live show. And go follow on YouTube as well. Silver Screen Breakdowns. Go ahead, Nelson. Oh, I guess I'm not saying Nelson. Time you find me on YouTube and not Twitch yet, but um, Instagram, Nelson Times underscore acting. Paper Fools, one of the big movies that I was in. Boogie and Alex and Peacock. Hey, Peacock, have you seen it? Yep. Okay, yeah. Hey, so, it was so cool. It was Robert Townsend and stuff. It was metal. Like, I was there and I went down when you guys were watching it. In yeah, that was, was so meta. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. The movie with Nelly. Okay, that was Bogey's idea, was it? Whose idea was it to put that out? Bogey? I think it, was just... it, was, it was planned, actually. We had, like, we weren't going to, we had this whole thing where, like, Oh, we did plan it too. Originally, we wanted to like watch the have a watch party like with you and like go live, and we're like, you know, screw it, we're just just gonna watch it and just like you know what I mean. And it was kind of cool because I think like Stevie B never watched it before, (laughs) you know what I mean? Which is like odd because he's from the East Coast, he's from Staten Island, you know what I mean? And he's not too he's not that much younger than us. I would say like four, six, seven years maybe. But yeah, Yeah, but uh, those good times, yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, Yeah, so you see my acting demo reels. Actually, I have some new footage because I'm in uh, this feature film. I had a meeting last weekend with this other writer director dude. I happen to have seen that. Then, film. Uh, nice. A couple other things that get coming out that I've worked on recently. So uh, we'll see what else I come up with. So tonight I gotta leave early. I gotta shut things down. I got all this other stuff I gotta finish up tonight. I appreciate you though, man. Love, you love, love, love having you on always. 
Yeah, Nelly. Nelly. And and happy happy belated birthday, my good brother. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, this yeah. is basically your birthday episode. I'm older just like the rest of us. Sagittarius, that's big. Oh, yeah. Can't stop it. That's my you name. You can't name. stop it. Sagittarius. Look out, world. He's a filmmaker, actor dude. I said, yeah, like I'm, I'm learning to, to sing and play piano so I can become more dexterous. And is that, is that a word? No, but it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah, great, right there. Right there. Dexterity yeah, and skill. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm gonna be pliable. You know what I mean? And for the first time on the intro, the the, the song right before we opened the the, you know, the intro of the show. Yeah. Not the first or second. I think it's three three pieces of music. Bogey's music, or is it two? Three. It's a couple. Yeah. Well, the one right before we go on, mm -hmm. I, I played around with some uh, some notes on that. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah, oh, the silver screen joint. Silver yeah. screen, much and pictures. Yep. It's, yeah, it's the one that's you know, it's only favorite, right? 30 seconds right before we open. It's the last song. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. one, yeah, it sounds I, good. I, 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 I can send you it, but I'm playing a different, whole different notes and stuff. I can send you a direct link, and that'd be cool. You can send me that track. I'll put yeah, yeah, I'll send, I'll send you the direct link of that track. That, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. All right, Thank Ellie. Nelson Tynes, everybody. Nelson Tynes. There you go. I'll tell you before. You Hi guys, peace. Peace out, Nelson. And you guys already know who the fuck I am. I'm the elusive one, Bogart Scott. For you, tune in man. next time for Act Two of the Silver Screen Breakdown. Scrooged, Ghost of Future Past. Give me money. <laughs> All right. Sorry, there's like a. I'm in the garage. You can hear that vehicle out there. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm 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 firing up the mothership. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm the Neon Peacock. You can find my stuff at uh, neonpeacockmerch.com. Go check that out. My bad. I totally, I totally forgot you didn't do your shit. I started, <laughs> tune in next I'm time. I'm like Bogey. Get Bogart on you. I'm on mushrooms right now. Just <laughs> forgive me. All right. Let's you jump over. We'll see you on the other side. And everyone watching live, just stick with us for Act 2. Here we go. Hey, This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most hard, we the most lit